to the Chan Man Show, and now, introducing your host, the one and only, Chandler Latus. to you by 301 Productions. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Chan Man Show. Now, I've got a pretty chill solo podcast planned out for y'all tonight. A solo podcast being just like old times. Uh, would it would just be me, y'all, and um, a bunch of rambling going on from this crazy man on the other side of the headphones. So, I'll be talking about a couple different things here. Uh, one of them being mainly um, the absence of, uh, of guests and um, also the irregular fucking uh, upload schedule and my little hiatus I've taken um, since the last recording session. Just to kind of give some insight, it is being worked on, the most latest episode, where I had a couple different people on. I think I ended up having a total of three guys on. Um, So we're having issues getting it uploaded. I'm trying to get things sorted out. I have some software now, um, some audio recording software, as well as some new hardware. So hopefully I can get things um, fixed on my end and send it back to my manager and we can get it fixed there. But I'm just kind of having some issues there. So that's kind of been the reason for the pause and um, I'm trying to get back into things now. Um, there might be an absence of guests here more recently just because of the whole COVID shit's kind of blowing back up again, unfortunately. But I am uh, able to record from home now. So you'll probably be hearing a little bit more from me, and I might be having some guests on um, every now and then, just me and maybe one other person. Because um, now that the technology that I bought the other day, it's kind of allowing me to have more guests at home now. I'll get into that here in a little bit. But mainly, um, what I wanted to talk about tonight is um, basically how the world's getting fucking crazier and crazier, and how that's kind of translating over to work as far as the whole COVID, uh, cold vid. <laughs> COVID bullshit, um, getting my friend, um, helping her getting her guitar and talking about, um, how she's doing and how it's kind of making me realize I want to kind of play guitar a little bit more again. Uh, I'll talk about that here in a little bit too. Um, my new setup, which I kind of mentioned a minute ago and how I can record from home, my new, uh, USB interface and my new, uh, software and how I'm getting all that to work and what that means for the future. Uh, me uh, bartending and working gigs. That's been a new thing of mine. A new hobby is mixology. I worked a gig, uh, I want to say last weekend or the weekend before. And I'll also be working a gig this Sunday. Also, I want to be talking a little bit about more engagement with the show. I'll be asking y'all uh, about YouTube. Um, who's your favorite YouTuber? When did y'all start watching it? If y'all do, what kind of videos do y'all normally watch? Etc. Um, but without further ado, I don't want to spend too long on an intro, 
So without further ado, let's get right fucking into it, guys. I missed you. Like I mentioned before, welcome back to the Chan Man Show, guys. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back. Uh, it's a meme at this point that I'm back every single time I do do another one of these episodes. So we're going to kind of gloss over the whole, hey, yeah, I'm back. I'm not, not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. I'm working on it, guys. I'm trying to get a stable schedule. Uh, main reason that the last episode has not been published and there's been a little hiatus, a little uh, kind of pause, is that there's been issues getting the last episode edited and then also published uh, not only to YouTube and then just kind of getting it together as a whole. So I'm working with my uh, manager on getting that put out. We're going to try to figure out something. I'm getting my own recording software. I'm using Audacity right now. But he uses uh, some Mac software, and I have Windows. So we're trying to get everything, <laughs> try to get things sorted out. But it is getting worked on for sure. And if we're going to be able to, if we're not going to be able to get it fixed, I'll cut losses with that episode. That's fine. There is some good golden moments from that. Uh, I am getting a good setup to where I can record from my house now, which is, you know, pretty pretty dope. But um, I, w- I would like to save that episode if, all, if at all possible. Um, so working on that. But that's been kind of the reason for the hiatus this time, right? Just just this time. Uh, no excuse for the rest. But I'm, I am trying to work on a more stable schedule. I've been trying to do, I mean, honestly, what it's come to is with this whole COVID-19 bullshit, um... I haven't been asking people to be on as much anymore because I just don't think it's necessarily a great idea. But, I mean, honestly, I would love to have more people on. So it's not like I'm calling it quits on the show or anything. Uh, it's just going to be a little bit more solo podcast for me. Um, that does not mean I'm not going to have any guests on soon. I was working on something with uh, one of the guys that's actually signed to the label with me. Um, and we're trying to get something sorted out now. Uh, he had some sort of church camp or something, and I didn't realize the last time I wanted to record on that particular weekend, it was actually 4th of July, uh, just because I was an idiot and I didn't look at the fucking calendar. Um, but, yeah, I am trying to get things going, and uh, things are not over, like I mentioned every single time, that it's a fucking hiatus since the last one. Um, if you're not sure what the word hiatus means, basically means a giant pause. So I uh, hit the fucking pause button every time I hit two or three episodes consecutively. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I could take a break. Yeah, no, that's not how this works. And it's definitely not fair for y'all too. Um, but at this point, y'all probably expect it. Kind of a meme that, uh, like it's, like I said, it's kind of a meme that I disappear for a little while after a couple episodes. But I'm trying not to let that be the case anymore. Put my, put my foot down. Uh, that was actually my hand on the table. But I'm putting my foot down <laughs> and I'm trying to get things going. I actually want to get a couple episodes recorded ahead of time that way, if things do come up, I can actually get an episode out for y'all. Um, but like I mentioned, I was going to be talking about how uh, the world's getting fucking crazy and how that's kind of affecting me at work. So now at work, um, they put into effect whenever this COVID, uh, like the lockdown thing was happening, they put into effect that you have to wear a mask. So uh, even before that, like the week before, I bought this kind of gator neck face mask thing that wraps around your face and goes behind your neck. And it's kind of like what professional, like, fishers or something, fishermen wear whenever they're going, like, out and stuff, and they're on, like, a speedboat or whatever, like, on a bass boat or something. It's, uh, like, I don't know. I, I barely use it anymore, if I'm being honest. I use just a regular surgical mask because it does breathe a little bit better. But, pardon me about the, uh, real professional. 
real professional. <clears throat> um, but I, I started, I ended up using that as a do rag, honestly. When it gets real hot outside, we get a freight truck and it's like 100 plus degrees outside. Um, I, I usually let my hair hang down if I'm not wearing a hat. And my hat's kind of grimy and old fucking, really, really, you know, nasty looking. So uh, I, I just been wearing this do rag thing that I made out of that. And I'll let it hang down behind my my neck sometimes, so it'll kind of cover my neck. But honestly, my hair is long enough now that it covers my neck, so it won't be some sort of redneck-looking motherfucker um, out there doing, you know, fucking manual labor in 100-some-odd-plus degrees for <clears throat> $13 an hour. Uh, I'm looking for another job, so I don't like to fill me in. But, uh, and I can fill you in with my qualifications later if that's important to you. <clears throat> Anyways... I um, use that as a kind of fucking do-rag now, and then I tie a knot in the back of it, so uh, on some real ghetto boy shit, um, real ghetto white boy, I always uh, thinking, <laughs> I'm always singing, dirty white boy, anytime I hop on the forklift and I have to go outside and get a fucking uh, pallet out of a, a freight truck, so uh, that's kind of what I've been doing at work with this fucking do-rag thing, or this uh, mask thing, uh, but it was, it was made mandatory, and that's the main reason to bring it up, so... It was made mandatory uh, at Bucky's that if you are on the clock, if you're in the store, you have to be wearing a mask at all times, uh, at all times. Uh, so if they if they catch you without a mask, they you know wag their finger in your face and say blah, blah 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 you need to wear a mask. And if you refuse, or if they catch you not wearing it so many times, they'll write your ass up. So that's just how Bucky's works. Bucky's don't give a fuck. By the way, uh, this is a national shit on Bucky's day, or at least on this podcast it is. Uh, Bucky's doesn't give a fuck about their employees. Uh, they try to act like they do uh, with all these OSHA posters everywhere. And then as soon as it becomes an accident where you have to report it, it becomes you versus Bucky's and Bucky's not wanting to pay you anything for the accident that happened to you doing the job that, you know, they're telling, telling you to do. It basically becomes you versus Bucky's is what I'm trying to get at. And, um, I never report any accidents that happen to me at work just because, you know, your boy doesn't want to get fired. And that's kind of what it comes down to. There's a lot of people I know that are good people that ended up, uh, you're slight, you're kind of slight fiends like me. Um, and, uh, we'll kind of dabble in things that probably shouldn't. And, uh, if they get to like an accident on the forklift, if, uh, someone somehow particularly slices, slices open their finger, they get drug tested. And that's a career ender for a lot of people. And that sucks. There's other ways to bypass that. I hope I never have to deal with that. I don't think I will because I don't even think I'm going to be there that much longer. At least not by the end of the year. I feel like I'll be gone and on to better things. Let me close that. So uh, what I'm getting at is uh, that became a rule with the mandatory mask thing at Bucky's, And there's been this new GM for this other store that's been coming back and forth, back and forth. And I'll be honest, where I work in my store, in my department, I work at the receiving counter inside the gift department, which is basically a 20-foot somewhat table, or 20-somewhat foot table, I mean, and um, there's about four people that are standing at it at all times, and it's about six feet between us, maybe give or take. Um, it's a safe distance, and we're all usually wearing masks. It doesn't bother my team that I don't wear a mask, because I usually don't. Uh, it's just us, and we're far enough spread out. And, you know, if I was coughing up a fucking storm or whatever, I have the decency to put on a fucking mask. When I walk out to go use a restroom, I have to walk out into the main floor, walk past the deli, walk past the middle of the store, go to the middle of the store, and then you go to the restroom and use a restroom. Uh, 
I'm supposed to have my mask on then, but even if it wasn't a rule, I would have it on just because people are fucking gross. And I also am looking out for the welfare of other people because that's fucked. Really, I heard the other day that the masks aren't even really to protect um, you from other people. It's to protect uh, other people from you if you have the disease. Which, you know, some people would argue, well, why do I need to wear a mask then? <sighs> yeah, why do I need to wear a mask then? Well, I mean, you don't know if you have it. Honestly, you, you, day one you get it, you don't know you have it. You're asymptomatic or without symptoms. You won't show any sign of having the virus for, I think, up to five days. Uh, some people will be getting, uh, they'll be getting these uh, weird warts or blisters or something on, the, on their hands or their feet. And that's like an early sign or something, or that's a mutated version of the virus. But it's not always the case. It's not always easy to identify that. So work, what work has done to kind of counteract that is they have, um, as soon as you clock in, I clock in at 9. I work standard 9 to 5, um, Monday through Friday. So when I get there, I clock in. As soon as I get, I get clocked in, I walk out back to the floor, have my mask on, walk all the way over to our main office, knock on the door, and there's usually someone in there because they know I'm always there at 9 on the dot, and then they check my temperature. And if I'm running a temperature... Uh, they'll, they'll give it a minute and they'll check your temperature again. If you're still running high, they send you home and then, uh, you're, you're supposed to get tested. If you go, if you're sent home, you're, uh, to clock out and then go get tested. And if you come back, you know, negative, you can come back to work, uh, obviously with a doctor's note. And then if you come back positive or you're not coming back, if you, your test comes back positive, you're not coming back. Uh, at least until you're clear of the symptoms and yet to be cleared to come back to work. I don't know anybody at work that has had it and gotten back. I've heard of someone in our maintenance department getting it, and then um, I haven't heard anything from them. They're at overnight, so I don't work with them. I clock out at 5. Overnight is like 10 to whatever time, like real late at night and early in the morning. So um, I don't know what's going on with them. But uh, there is this fucking one crazy chick. I won't say any names, but if anyone from work is listening to this, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. First shift, uh, kind of in between first shift to second shift, clocks in around 10 o'clock. This gift associate, who is like batshit fucking crazy. I, I'm not even trying to be mean. I, I swear she's schizophrenic. But she has like kids, and I don't, I just don't get it. I'm trying to describe this lady to you. Um, probably in her 40s. Probably. And um, she is, you know, kind of skinnier looking, kind of lanky. and But she kind of has a beer gut. Uh, she kind of has darker hair. And she talks to herself. This is the weird part. She just talks to herself constantly. She won't shut the fuck up either. And uh, she'll be talking to you. And she sounds normal. She'll talk to you and she'll sound exactly like, like you would expect to talk to somebody, right? And she walks away. She's still fucking talking to herself. Which, like, after the first time or second time, you're like, oh, I mean, that's like someone just kind of, you know, reiterating the point, reiterating the point or just kind of walking away talking about it. Like, you know, like, okay, whatever. Like, some people do that sometimes. Like, I, I get it. To an extent, this bitch will be over in the corner of the warehouse. No one in the warehouse. And she's talking to herself, having a full-on conversation, a debate, 
uh, this or that? Oh, we're gonna, should I have some uh, fucking chocolate-dipped fried uh, bacon or whatever? Like, we had some weird, stupid fucking debate the other day. I try to be nice, dude. This bitch is just fucking crazy. I swear, and, and I'm not even kidding. So, she has been working there, I want to say a little bit more than a year. Uh, a little before I got there, I think. Uh, just just call it a year, right? So, she thinks she can move up to an AGM position, assistant general manager, the assistant to the general manager, someone that's making close to six figures a year, right? Um, with her particularness or her her how she is. I don't want to be mean. I'm trying not to be mean. I'm really not trying to be mean. But she's not even that nice, honestly. And that's what's, that's why I'm able to talk about her like this. She's really not that nice. She snapped at me the other day. Fuck her. Um, I don't think she was going to last anyways. But uh, yesterday, she clocked out in the middle of her fucking shift. Uh, I've seen her like kind of stressed out time and time again. Um, apparently, she wanted to move up to that AGM position at a store that's supposed to be opening up in Florida down in Tampa or where is it not Talladega um something beach Panama Beach Panama City I don't know um in Florida there's a Bucky's opening in Florida um and she wants to be the AGM there AGM there and I I think they shot her down which is why she was crying but then she also tried to mention to us and their kind of rants as she was passing by that her father recently tested for COVID and came back negative but he's like kind of sick or something. I don't know. And then randomly yesterday, like three o'clock, boop, bitch just leaves. She just leaves the middle of her shift. But uh, on the way back to our our warehouse from our main warehouse, um, earlier in the day before she left, I saw her crying. She was like in tears. I can definitely tell. I mean, you can tell when you look at someone's eyes that they've been crying. Uh, right around her eyes were a little bit red. Her eyes were a little glossy looking. Um, it looks like she had just gotten done with a good cry. It looks like she was even headed from the direction of the bathroom. So, uh, something upset her, uh, which I feel bad for her, but I mean, like how bad do I really feel? Cause like your expectations were way too high. She's never been, I don't think she's ever been in a leadership position in her life. And now she's trying to say that some Wendy's wants her to be some assistant general manager down in Florida. Which is fucking random, first of all. How do you contact a Wendy's in Florida? Anyways, I'm going on way too long with this shit. Um, what I'm getting at is she left randomly, right? So we hear today uh, from our team lead uh, on first shift, our gift, li- uh, what I want to say, our gift associate team lead, like our gift department team lead. Um, she said that her uh, our associate I was just talking about hit her up and was just blowing up her phone about her, her dad having COVID. Apparently he has it. And this, this bitch has been around him and she brought that shit to work. So like now we're going to have to, you know, wait and see if she gets tested and she comes back positive right now. Right now I'm pretty pissed because if she comes back positive, I mean, fuck, I still live at home. My parents are like 50. That's not right. 
and I, I'm going to have to quarantine for like two weeks and they're going to have to be out of work for like two weeks. It's not fair. It's definitely not fair to my mom who, you know, is a hairstylist. And my dad, I mean, I'm sure they'll work with him, but they, as far as health stuff goes, they're not going to work with my mom. Anyways, so that happened and we're all pretty pissed because she, it sounded like she straight up lied to us about him testing negative and then she left in the middle of the day and said uh their dad was sick apparently that was the reason she left by the way um she said her dad was sick and she had to go and then even at bucky's or at bucky's even if you find out bad news through a text uh the general policy is you are not to have your phone on you at any time if you find out news randomly throughout the day they're gonna ask you hey how did you find out said news and if it was through your phone you're fired because you're not allowed to look at your watch, you're not allowed to look at your phone, you're not allowed to be on your phone unless you request to go to the office, send a text in the office where they can see you texting. So, yeah, it's that retarded, I know. Uh, one of the many dumb rules of Bucky's. But, but yeah, uh, that's what I'm pretty upset about because, you know, if you live with your parents or if you are around people that are you know, not in their healthiest condition, not in their prime, this disease can kill you, uh, unfortunately. It's a respiratory kind of disease that will, will fuck you up. I mean, I'm not I'm not speaking from experience, but, dude, I had strep throat and upper respiratory infection in the same week, and it felt like someone had dropped, kicked me in the chest. You know where someone runs at you, jumps up, and does a double kick? Like, just straight to your chest. Felt like someone did that shit. Or the fucking um, Bruce Lee, or what's it called? Um, Liu Kang, like, bicycle kick from Mortal Kombat. Someone just did that shit. Just went to town on my chest. It felt so bad. I felt like I was dying. You could ask my team at work. I was wheezing. i breathe in and go... <sighs> I sound like a fucking zombie. I thought I wasn't gonna fucking... I thought I was about to get hospitalized, honestly. Whenever that happened to me. Because they diagnosed me wrong. Um, or they didn't necessarily go digging past the fact that I had strep throat when I did get diagnosed for that shit the first time, which is frustrating. That's a whole other topic in and of itself. Um, hospitals not taking patients seriously, um, particular, um, demographics, um, you know, like a particular demographics not being taken seriously. That's another topic for another time, but man, uh, now we're to the point where, Oh, they were making a whole bunch of laminated signs today, like a hundred some odd signs. Before I left, or actually when I left today and I came back to get some ice, uh, there was a laminated sign on every single piece of glass, every single window looking into the building, requiring shoppers to wear a mask. So now Bucky's is going to start enforcing people wearing a mask, which sucks for me because like I work in the back and I, I don't wear it if I don't have to, but now I'm going to have to, but you know, big whoop, I'll, I'll get over it. Uh, and I probably still won't wear it for the most part. That's just kind of how I am. I don't really follow the rules there ever. Shirts untucked at all times. I didn't even wear a ba name badge today. Um, yeah, I, I don't fucking follow rules. It's, I'm a, what they call a rebel. <laughs> no, it's really because Bucky's don't respect us. I don't respect Bucky's. Bucky's can suck my dick. So, and just because of the way they treat people. You, you need to treat employees like employees, not numbers. And um, and cattle, they treat us like fucking pieces of meat. 
and that was another thing we talked about today. Uh, I don't want to get off too much of a tangent, but yeah, like uh, like I said, masks are required now. Uh, they're in a force. They're supposedly going to enforce it. Uh, managers are going to walk up to people without masks and tell them um, that if you don't have a mask, we're not going to service you. Or you, you know, basically no mask, no service. Uh, like no shoe, no shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no service, that kind of shit. No mask, no service. Um, you're required by law to be wearing a mask in a public place. It's naive not to. Uh, I only don't wear it in the back because it's the back where I'm maybe around two or three people tops max, and we're usually at about a six-foot default distance, average distance. So I kind of have an excuse. And then when I work outside, I don't wear it at all because I'm not going to have a fucking heat stroke in 110-degree weather. Fuck that. Uh, Kiss... uh, both cheeks of my ass. Nah, it's not happening. But anyways, uh, I was about to get into something else, but it completely just fucking slipped my mind. Oh, oh, actually, no, I do remember. Uh, the retention rate. Apparently, we have um, we lose eighty seven percent of our employees. Eighty seven percent. We have the second worst turnover rate in the country as far as business, uh, according to our uh, little meeting this morning. Or at least, I think it might have just been Bucky's. Our store has the second worst. And that's so fucking bad. 87%? Are you serious? That's like worse than like the dropout rate for fucking Navy SEALs or some shit. It should not be like that. You don't treat people like the way they do. If you're sick, by the way, um, kick your kiss your fucking PTO goodbye. If you saved up like two weeks for PTO and you get this fucking COVID bullshit, yeah, say goodbye to all your PTO. Because uh, they're taking it out of your PTO. And you're not going to have any vacation. That's how they want to proceed. Um, with all this bullshit. Uh, I was sick. And I was going to save up some stuff for, for vacation time. And I do have some still for vacation. I had a lot more though. And um, I ended up being like out. Maybe five, six days max. And then they took it all out of my PTO. And I didn't want them to. But you know. Big fucking whoop. Apparently, oh, I signed something this or signed something like that. It's not right. Um, they also give you a five-minute lunch where um, you you don't clock out for lunch. You go get food or you bring your food or whatever is only five minutes long. And uh, you, they even have a clock there on the table where you eat. They have a designated table. It's called a moment. Your lunch is called a moment because it only takes a moment to eat according to these fuckers. Um, you eat for five minutes, and as soon as you go over five minutes, they start, you know, bitching at you. Hey, you know, hurry the fuck up. You're, you need to be done. All that. I never fucking listened to that rule since, like, day one. Uh, I've always said, fuck that. That's a stupid rule. That's, that's breaking laws. Apparently, they can do that shit since they're a gas station and they're also privately owned. But no one has properly slapped Bucky's hand yet. And I can't fucking wait for the day that it happens. Because it needs to happen and they need to lose so much money. They need to lose so much money. Whoever runs this shit must have been some sort of like general in the army that had no feelings for any sort of life. Like regardless of what it was in front of them. Like none of these people that are in higher up positions have ever worked my job a day in their life. And they want to tell me how to fucking look, how to fucking to walk, how to walk, how to fucking talk, how to eat, how long I can eat, like, fuck that, no, that's not right, you need to fucking remember where you came from, 
what it's like to work these fuck it's like it's like they can't remember what hard work is like our the other day we were so busy and people were getting like laid off or not laid off they were basically um our shifts were were cut in half like back when this lockdown shit happened and we're like really busy we had like skeleton crews everywhere in every department because they cut our hours uh for this covid bullshit so the managers actually had to start working and they were complaining left and right. Oh man, it's so busy, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, this thing's so heavy, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, there's so many customers. I want to want a sandwich from the TRU or from the deli. All I could think was, oh, boo-hoo, do you have to work? That's so sad. That's so unfortunate. It sucks that you can't sit in the main office and sit on Facebook all day. It sucks that you can't be on your phone all day. It sucks that you can't sit in that office and watch cameras and make sure people are doing their job. It sucks. Do I sound a little bitter? Because I, I, I kind of am. I'm a little tiny bitter, if you can't tell. Uh, a little bit of a slightly salted um, over here. Slightly salted margarita. Strong extra tequila, please. So, yeah, I just have a problem with fucking management. I have a problem with authority in general, but especially at fucking Bucky's. Fuck that place. It's a good place to shop, right? Terrible place to work. At least right now. And now, on top of the shit icing, on top of the shit cake with the cherry on top, is that they're planning on changing everyone's shifts. So the perk of working my job, right, the reason why I signed up was that it was going to be a steady eight hours, steady eight hours. Uh, at the time of signing up, I, it wasn't decided if it was going to be seven to three, uh, eight to four, or nine to five, ten to six. And I think that's the latest it would have gone. But uh, it was definitely going to be a steady eight hours. They said Monday through Friday and then maybe one Saturday a month, right? So now that's, we were just told that's going to change. Uh, we no longer have the best schedule in the store. Everyone in, everyone wanted our job. Everyone wanted receiving's job because we had the best schedule in the store. I work 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, one Saturday a month typically. Unless uh, something happens like this month where someone has PTO on a Saturday and I'm signed up for that. Which sucks, but it is what it is. Anyways, so... <laughs> now, it they had an analyst come in, right? Some egghead type, some person that's like, oh yeah, you can do this and it'll make things better, blah, blah, blah. So... Uh, this egghead has told them that the best thing to do would be to uh, move shifts around and not make it a first, second, third shift and to do what's called a flex shift. So basically, they would get rid of my fixed schedule, which is the best schedule in the store, which is the main reason people even want my job because I could, believe me, I wouldn't work my job if I didn't have to. But I'm not going to work as a gift associate because their job sucks. My job is hard. It's definitely the hardest in my department. One of the hardest in the stores, if not the hardest in the store. And I get paid thirteen dollars an hour. I get paid the I get paid the exact same as a gift associate. I just do three times the work. I I'm pissed because now they're saying that, you know, my schedule's not fixed anymore. And that's the main reason I fucking signed up for this place, right? It's not fair. They just took away the perk. We'd say the perk to receiving. We'd always motivate ourselves that, 
hey, you know, whenever things are hard, just remember, we have the best schedule in the store. And we are fighting for that reason to keep it. And, you know, they just fucking just tore the rug out from underneath our feet. It's not cool. <laughs> what, like, do you expect us to stay? There's already one pe- like one person looking for another job. I'm actively looking at different things to do. I've got this bartending thing coming up um, that I'm kind of been taking a little bit more seriously. And I've also been trying to take this podcast and then also working with somebody's on some music stuff. I'm in the talks with uh, doing that with uh, one of my buddies and uh, his thing. So I've got other things I want to do. Things that I'd be way happier doing. Way happier. They're not going to pay as well. But even in today in our little powwow meeting in the morning, they said now Bucky's isn't even the most paid job around locally. Fucking Amazon is. And then all these, like this distribution center, this like chocolate factory thing for... Russell something. Uh, there's a distribution center or like a, a warehouse or something over there in Terrell. Anyways, what I'm getting at is we're not even the most paid anymore. So it's like strict rules, shit pay, and they treat you like shit. So like, what's the point? 87% turnover rate. There's only two people in that department that have been there for the, the exact same, the amount of time uh, that the store has been open. Like five-ish years, right? So whenever the the first store, um, why can't I fucking say that? When the store first opened, there's only like two people that have been here remotely close to that time or even on the opening day. I've been there a year. I don't know how I put up with the shit. There's been days where it is so hard to put up with that stupid shit. And I, it's, oh man. The main reason I do it is for the team that I work with. And we're about to be down a member. So now the workload's going to be on me, my team lead, and my other team, uh, my other receiver that I have on my team. It's like, what if one of else, let's say one of all, one, uh, how do I say this? I'm just like, I'm all worked up and I can't fucking pronounce it, pronunciate words. What if one more of us leaves? Then it's just fucking two people. Whether it's a team lead, whether it's a fucking associate, whether it's our fucking uh, our manager, if our our if our gift uh, manager leaves, or I mean not our gift manager, our assistant gift manager leaves, I don't even know if I want to be there because our assistant gift manager basically runs our department, and she runs it like a well-oiled machine. And there's some particular manager that's a higher up that doesn't like the way that she leads stuff because she doesn't want things to change. And he does, and she's bringing in all the moolah for the fucking store, and he wants to change things and have a problem with her, and I have a problem with him because of that, because she used to do my job, and then she became basically the second highest in our department. So it's like, I got a problem with fucking authority, because authority don't want to look and remember for a second past the day they got promoted, of how it was like and how hard it was. You know what I mean? It's just like... There's two types of leadership. There's A and B. There's the A, which is like, hey, point. I'm going to point on top of this throne while you carry the throne, and I'm going to point you in that direction. You're going to take the throne and bring it that way. Or whatever. That, this is, I'm going off of this picture that I've, that I've had seen before in school. And there's a type B, which is we're all going to carry this thing together, and we're all going to go that way. 
we, as in we as a team, are going to do this, not you doing this for me. You know what I mean? And this particular gift manager is, or our assistant gift manager, is the type B leadership, the one you want, the one that's been there, done that, not going to ask you to do things that she wouldn't do. She's not going to ask you the unrealistic. There have been times where I've, you know, I've kind of been upset with her or, you know, whatnot. But, I mean, people are people, people are people, and shit like that's going to happen. Um, but even, I've, I've had, like, a heart-to-heart with her, and I'm, I feel like we're good. I think Bucky's is a terrible place to work. I would never recommend anyone to work there, point blank, period. Even as management, I mean, you get, I don't know, I mean, I've never been in management, but just outside looking in, they do get uh, a lot more, uh, they're a lot more lax on management. But man, if you're not what we call a white shirt, someone that wears a white shirt because they're upper management, or like, I guess a black shirt, but we call them white shirts. If you're not team lead and above, uh, basically team leads and above, uh, rules don't apply to you, right? But if you're one of the grunts, if you're out of line for a single fucking step, this like they're looking to fire you. They practically want to fire you. If you do anything, if you look at your phone for a second to see what time it is, if it's on your pocket, if your phone is in your pocket and they can see the silhouette and the outline of your phone in your pocket, they'll ask you to see your phone and if your phone is turned on, they fire you on the spot. It's that fucking ridiculous. It's that fucking ridiculous. Can you believe that shit? There's a point where you got to realize that Bucky's doesn't, they don't want you. They don't like you. <laughs> they want to hire other people. There's a fucking sign outside of every single entrance of every single side of the store where it says how much each job is and what each job pays or what each job is and how much each job pays is what I try to say. They don't fucking care about people. If you don't care for the rules, fuck you get lost. Scram. We don't care. That's not the way you run a business. I don't care if it's fucking privately owned. I don't fucking care if you used to be in the military or some sort of structured asshole sort of environment. That's not the way you treat people. Regular fucking people that are cashiers, that are working in maintenance, that are working in a, as an associate in a gift warehouse or in a, a regular warehouse is doing grocery. That's not how you treat people. Or working in, in food, especially fucking food. You don't treat people like, like the way they do. Anyways, that's my rant with Bucky's. Uh, in summary, fuck Bucky's um, and wear a mask because now they're enforcing it. And I don't have a problem with that. I think if you're walking into public spaces without a mask on, you're naive. And it's not an if, it's when you're going to catch this fucking disease. And then you're going to give it to your um, elderly relatives and then they're going to they're gonna pass and you're going to realize what, how bad you fucked up. Or you're going to give it to someone that you don't know and then it's going to fuck up their whole family because you're going to cause someone in their family to die. Or um, you're going to put someone on bed rest and make them pay a ridiculous amount of fucking hospital bills. Look, the point is, even if you don't think masks work, it's the law now. As much as I have a problem with authority, it's also being decent to other people. Like I mentioned before, I read that it's not even about protecting you from the disease. It's, pro- it's about protecting other people from you if you have the disease. 
So, I don't know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, this is the end of this particular session where I rant about Bucky's this one time. I'll do it in the future, I promise. Uh, even more, just had to get that off my chest. There's a lot of stupid shit that's happened over the last couple of weeks, especially today and especially this week. Um, so there will definitely be more in the future. But um, let's go ahead and move on to the next point about uh, talking about my uh, friend getting her guitar. That should be pretty interesting. So let's talk a little bit how I might have accidentally kind of sort of created a monster. <laughs> so uh, for context, uh, my friend Danny has always wanted to play guitar. Um, the other night, um, I want to say a couple, about a month ago or so, honestly, a little bit more than that, um, before this COVID shit was really like ramped up too much and it was kind of settling down, um, me and my other friend Quinn hung out at her place. We were um, just kind of chilling over there for a little bit. And I had brought my guitar and I had talked about how some, we were talking about something about guitar and then she had asked me to bring it up, play a little bit because she had always wanted to play. And I didn't really know this about her, but she would always wanted to play guitar. She just had never gotten into it. So I uh, played a little bit for her and then she liked it. It kind of got her into it. And then also hang in with my buddies, Ethan, Zach and Travis. Um, they're all sort of musically talented as well. And, um, she's just kind of been around more musicians and music lately. So she's finally said, fuck it. I want to get a guitar. So, uh, actually our friend, uh, Ethan really helped her out as far as getting something for her. And, um, I think it's a pretty good guitar. I looked up almost, um, I mean, it looks like it's the exact model. It might be a little bit older, but, uh, I think what she got was an Epiphone Les Paul Special 2 the Plus Unlimited Edition Electric Guitar Heritage Sunburst. So the Heritage Sunburst is that kind of orange-red outside interior with the kind of uh, splash of the light orange on the middle. Uh, kind of less Paul Gibson style, but it's made by Epiphone. Epiphone's not a bad brand, but it's $229 versus the couple thousand dollar version of the Les Paul Gibson that it's really supposed to be. Only has three knobs. Um, I think a treble and then a bass knob, or actually no, there's a volume knob and there's a tone knob. And then there's a, some sort of switch. I'm not, there's, it says rhythm and then treble. I've never, I don't think even that works on her guitar. I don't think that we can get it to work last time. But it's a pretty good guitar. Sounds good. Uh, we got it strung up for her and everything, or I don't even think we had to string it up for her. Who knows? Um, it's been a while since I've been over there. Um, I say it's been a while. It's been like a week or two, honestly. <laughs> but I don't remember stringing it up for her. I do remember us uh, talking about getting strings. I'm not sure if she ever put those on because I feel like she would have asked me, and I don't remember her asking me. But anyways, everything sounds good. Uh, there might be a short on a little rhythm treble switch um, in the middle of the guitar. Sounds good, and she's learning very quick. Um I was telling her about how my first song I ever learned on guitar to almost a full extent where I could play the full song. I could play basically what's called the campfire version of the song, which is basically the main parts to cover the majority of the song without the solo, uh, as if you were playing it at a campfire and you only had to do the minimalistic version. So I learned, um, not Danny, California, California. Sorry, my bass guitar is falling over. Uh, I learned Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And uh, it's pretty simple. Um, honestly, I could probably... 
This is tuned down a uh, half step, but. Oh, that's even tuned down further. But you get the gist. Probably tune this real quick. Alright, let's not take too long. This is also, like I said, tuned down half a step because I was just playing a little bit of Alice in Chains stuff, and their stuff is all tuned down half a step. So her issue um, in learning this, but she's learning really good and more power to her. She's learning a lot quicker than, honestly, I thought I was a quick learner is what I'm trying to say here. And uh, she's basically got the whole... Hold on. She's got that down. Her only trick part is... Which is da 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 or da da. See, sometimes I still mess it up too if I don't even do it the speed that I'm supposed to. But um, it's like a little trill off of like the second fret of the A, and then goes open, and then uh, second, open, and then third on the uh, was it no it's A, so it's D that I meant that on, and then on uh, the third on the D so. Two open, two open, three. That just trips her up all the time. Whatever. Uh, but that like is tripping her up so much right now, and I'm actually really proud of it, how far she's come because after that is like the chords and stuff, and she's basically there now. The That's what she was learning, I think, last time before I left. But it, she's learning way quicker than I imagined. And it's really cool to try to teach someone. And oh yeah, the quirk, by the way, about this guitar and about my friend Danny, the one thing that throws me off the most, and she's a fucking lefty. Um, and I've never taught someone that is a lefty before because they, they have to learn everything upside down. And honestly, when I try to show her something on the guitar, I have to flip it over and just try to play it with my left hand because I'm a, I'm a righty. And I have to try to learn how to play it upside down. And my muscles are like, dude, what are you doing? And then I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I just turn it over to where the strings are upright and I just try playing my fret hand on the right, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. It's like relearning how to play guitar because I'm having relearning relearning how to play uh, with strumming with the left hand instead of with the right and then playing the strings with my right hand instead of my left and that's just like I've never done it that way and it's it's just never going to work because that's just way too strange for me In case you're wondering why that sounds semi-good um, volume-wise, is um, I meant to talk about my setup earlier. Um, I'm going to kind of actually finish talking about Danny real quick. but She's learning real quick, and I'm really, really proud of her. And I think she's going to do really good, and I'm glad that she picked up a new hobby because 
she's been living out in Dallas and kind of separate from her friends and family. And we're trying to hang out with her as much as possible. Uh, we even went to uh, the Sweet Tooth Hotel uh, this last week. Got some really cool pictures and really good videos. Had a great time. Went and got uh, some ramen afterwards over there uh, by Victory Park. And it was pretty good. And afterwards, we rode scooters all around Dallas, uh, at least a like, mile or two around the area that we were in. It was so fun. It was hot as balls, though. But we got some really good pictures. I'll have to post on uh, the Twitter page for the show. But, man, we we just had so much fun. It, it felt like I was, like, I don't know, like a teenager again. It's real good, fun shit. Um, but, yeah, she's been learning really good. I think it's a good beginner song for her. Uh, let me know if you all agree, if uh, any of y'all play guitar out there. Or let me know what your first song was you ever learned on guitar. Um, like I said, for me, technically the one I taught myself um, – to a full extent was Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication the first song I ever learned uh, technically was Ariel's let's see if I remember how to play that Aerials by System of a Down. That was my first uh, like little lick that I learned. My brother taught me that. It's kind of note by note. The honestly, he taught me on the first string too. So it was like. fuck up the strings okay enough fucking around with the guitar though I'm enabling myself to just sit here and play guitar um, and that's probably not what y'all want to listen to unless it is and then I'll totally do that but I'm not doing that right now anyways so real proud of her uh, she even got a little amp to go with it too I want to say let me go, because I'm pretty sure it's on a bundle on Guitar Center. Uh, yeah, it was a Fender Mustang. I want to say that's what it was. A real, real tiny one. Uh, and it came... I don't know that it came with a strap, honestly. But, thing's pretty solid. It's a left-handed guitar. It confuses the fuck out of me. Ooh, the black version looks pretty good. Ooh, the blue version looks amazing. Ooh, that's pretty beautiful. Anyways... So enough, enough of that. So, uh, about my setup and how you're able to actually hear the guitar as good as you're hearing it right now. So, I uh, ended up going out to Frisco. Um, my buddy Ethan sent me, uh, who's also the manager for 301, which, by the way, uh, Chairman Show, if I didn't mention before, is uh, brought to you by 301 Productions. So I drove out to Frisco because my buddy Ethan sent me uh, this one thing on Facebook, the Facebook Marketplace, for a uh, Focusrite Scarlet 2i2, which is basically a USB interface, right? Uh, but it wasn't a 2i2, it was a solo edition. So it only had one XLR um, and one uh, guitar plug or inch and a quarter or whatever it's called plug. And uh, I saw it, and it was pretty cheap. It was like 80 bucks, something like that which is, you know, pretty standard. 
and I wanted it. Hit up the guy. He never hit me back. Ended up finding another one that was a 2i2, which means it has two ports instead of the one, which is way better. And retail on those is like 120 or a hundred and little, little more than 120, I think. So basically for like two more or 20 more bucks, cause he was only charging a hundred bucks for it. All I had to do was drive out to Frisco and get it. And then, uh, I had to get the power cord for it too, which is a USB 2.0 and I didn't have it. Um, my, my dad ended up bringing home a cord from work, but I already had something to order through Amazon. So I've got two just in case. Um, but now this thing, this thing works like a charm. It took a little bit of a little bit of educating myself on how to use it, and I'm still kind of iffy here and there. But I can plug in my guitar to the same hole where I have the XLR port. And if you don't know what an XLR is, if you've ever plugged in a microphone, there's this weird three-pronged plug that goes into the back of it. And there's a male and a female end, so three holes, and then there's the three prongs. Uh, the receiving end on the little red box, which is the focus right. I won't get too much in the detail about this, but there's two ports in the front, two uh, circular circular looking holes that have a weird thing in the center. That's where the microphone plugs goes in. That's what the XLR plug is. And in the middle of that, there's even a, a second tinier hole, and that's where your guitar plug goes in. Um, or I think it's called an inch and a quarter jack. I can't remember. I'm still trying to get familiar with everything. But is that what it is? Inch and five-eighths. No, that's the nut. But anyways, you know what I mean. So, so yeah, there's two ports. You control the gain independently on each side. Uh, you can tell it, uh, your since this is an interface, you can tell the computer whether or not using this as an instrument or a direct line one or line two. It does something different when you switch it to the instrument switch. Um, you can also do ghost power uh, to your microphone. So if your microphone needs power, you can hit this particular it says uh, 48 volt power and it'll do ghost power from the box um, which is getting power from your laptop into the microphone so then it will power that and then you can also have your headset and the way I have everything set up now is I can have my headset plugged into this particular USB interface and I can hear myself talk I can hear myself play guitar at the same time I'm fucking around and dicking around on my computer and um, I can hear my mistakes. I can hear anytime I uh, stumble over my words. I can hear anytime, I mean, it's a lot. And I can hear any sort of thing going on in the room right now. I can control the gain of my mic to which I'm talking all the way up, which it usually stays all the way up. And I can control the gain to my guitar, which is kind of moderately down to the first quarter of the, on the left-hand side. I don't want it to be too loud on where I'm recording. Uh, because it does get loud quick, and I can control the gain on the guitar itself too. It's an acoustic uh, with an electric elements too that I can plug it into an amp and all that. But anyways, um, new gear is pretty fucking tight, especially since I have the uh, little podcast kit that I bought that has the Audio Technica podcasting kit that has the microphone boom arm that attaches to a desk that has the microphone itself, the Audio Technica. I think it's the AT. Let's keep this thing still. 205 U, uh, five, or 2005 USB, the AT2005 USB. It's a pretty good kit, and also comes with the headphones too, which I don't know what kind these are, but they're pretty good generic uh, Audio-Technica headphones. Got no complaints from me. I've also had this Blue Yeti microphone over here that I used to do for my solo podcasting back in the day, 
And then I recently just got um, the old microphone I used to use with my microphone stand. Um, I bought a couple of little microphone stands that sit on desks. So whenever I do do multiple podcasts or multiple guests, I can have a stand for them independent of my own. And then it'll, it'll not make weird noises when I bang on the desk like that. Or hopefully it won't. But yeah, uh, new gear is awesome. Um, I'm loving that I can record with people now. Um, I'm not too sure on the editing side of things if I need to record two different channels. Uh, right now I'm just using Audacity. If there's anybody that's familiar with Audacity, uh, let me know if you want to give me a couple tips here and there, a little, um, couple tricks or tips that would help me out. But basically, uh, all I would be doing is I'd be recording myself, and I'm just trying to find out if I need to record in the same, um, what's it called, track? I think that's what it is, yeah. On the same track, if I need to record myself and someone else, or if I uh, record them independently of the of each other, which I believe that's the right answer. Is you supposed to record them independently of the, of each other? That way, I can jack with my microphone um, and the feedback it's receiving, and also microphone B is receiving, or whatever the guest's microphone, whatever we want to call that. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with the new gear. Um, I've been recording a lot of stuff with my bass, honestly. Uh, I'll be honest with y'all. The other night I dropped a little bit of acid, and um, I basically sat over here with uh, my headphones on, and I just went to town with my bass, and I recorded myself for like a little bit more than an hour. I had some good gold in there, man. There's some... I, I, I'm pretty inspired by Tool with the alternative... Uh, excuse me, sorry. I guess it's getting real fucking late. I've yawned like 50 times already. Um, with the alternative sound for the bass. Alternate genre sound for the bass. Um, and how the odd time signatures are. It just kind of is always attention grabbing. And the bass in some of their songs is usually the lead. So I basically turned on most of, of all my, uh, my pedals over here on my pedal board. Which I've got my Big Muff Electro Harmonics one. I've got my Superdrive SD1 Boss. I've got a Tube Screamer sound tank, which is like older and shit. I've got a Crybaby wah pedal, uh, not the adjustable kind, the cheaper kind, unfortunately. I've got a Super Chorus CH1 boss pedal. I've got a Flanger FLG2. And I've got a TC Electronic Echo Brain uh, delay pedal. And uh, that's that's it. I think I had them all on, except for the wah pedal. And I even fucked around with that a little bit. And the tone I got was just like, godly it was so meaty <sighs> so like chuggy i loved it i have this hour-long recording of me doing it so some of it's just me noodling around um and then trying to find like a chord and then trying to fuck with that chord i had this particular beat i wanted to do and uh, i keep trying to do that the entire time with different chords and then it sounds really good and i have a recording I got uh, on my Snapchat where I sent it to a couple people and they loved it. Uh, so I was pretty proud about it. <laughs> I guess I got pretty creative whenever I was like, I was kind of on the come down still. I wasn't really seeing too much, but I was still feeling all, like a little bit different. Um, I took that tab at like, I want to say like 8.30 p.m. And then I didn't start really tripping balls until like 10. By that time I was already in my room and, uh, I was in the dark, so I was getting like weird shadow hallucinations. That was fuck. That was fucking crazy. 
Anyways, um, I could definitely see how Carlos Santana said whenever he was playing his guitar, it felt like a snake. I feel that shit. I know what that's like. Because, like, if sometimes I felt like the guitar neck was a little wavy, and that was fucking wicked. But, um, yeah, it's enough about that before I get myself in trouble. So, yeah, the new recording setup is pretty dope. Can't wait to have more people on. Uh, I'm going to be talking with my manager here pretty soon, trying to get something maybe organized for this next week or this weekend if possible. It's a little bit short notice. I do have a gig going on this Sunday. We're going to be bartending. I'll tell you all a little bit more about that here in just a second. Um, But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and just, well, I guess we'll just talk about that. Let's get straight into that. So what's the big deal with me uh, bartending and mixing drinks, and why am I I always talking about that uh, a lot more recently? So, as I mentioned before, I've picked up uh, mixology and bartending as a kind of gig, and uh, not even really a gig, just a hobby on the side, right? Um, It's an interesting hobby, all kind of stems from me just kind of watching videos on how to make a particular drink, I found my dad's um, recipe drink from when he used to work at a bar back in the 80s. Um, And he has this binder. It's really just a binder, not a book. And um, I wanted to make particular drinks. I wanted to make like a hurricane or or something. And I just kind of got dumbfounded with how many things there are to make. And I started looking up particular drinks and how to make them on YouTube. And I found this channel called How to Drink. And the guy, Greg, is fucking awesome. He's a big video game geek like me. He loves Fallout. um, And I love Fallout, uh, the franchise, uh, the video game. So it was awesome. It's like I hit it off with the guy right away and didn't even fucking know him. But I've watched, basically since then, I've watched almost every one of his videos. And uh, know how to make a lot of stupid drinks now. A lot of pretty good ones, too. Uh actually altered a recipe on my dad's hurricane that my mom loves. Uh, I call it a rocky like a hurricane or that's what I think she sent me a recipe and that's what it's called. But I accidentally made it because the recipe calls for original recipe is like rum, um, Myers rum, grenadine, pineapple juice, orange juice, triple sec, 151. And I believe that's it. Uh, it has a lot of alcohol in it, <laughs> a lot of alcohol, and um, I think that's it. I don't know. I don't want to say I'm. I'm probably missing something there, but anyways, I subbed the rum uh, with Malibu, which is a coconut rum, right? It's different than regular rum. It has a sweeter taste to it. It's technically a coconut liqueur rum. So uh, I subbed it for that, and she liked it. Because I didn't, I didn't want to make it on the, uh, I wanted to make it on the rocks. I didn't want to make it frozen. I just wanted to try it um, on the rocks. Because I actually, you know what? I think she wanted me to make her one, uh, and I made her one, and she wasn't disappointed. So, and then she sends me this recipe for what's called a rock you like a hurricane, which she thought we kind of got into this big confusion thing where she thought the one I made was technically that, but it's not. She sent me the recipe. Uh, to a drink called Rocky Like a Hurricane. And it's four parts Malibu rum, uh, but the pineapple flavor. So it's four parts Malibu Malibu pineapple rum, one part grenadine, one part Myers rum, and then you top the rest with the orange juice. 
So I made those earlier and my parents like it and they've been drinking hurricanes for years. That's their favorite drink. Um, it's very tropical tasting, very good. They're very set in their ways. They love their hurricanes. We have a pool out back with a deck attached. They always sit on the deck or in the pool with their hurricanes and their little Arctic or Yeti cup cooler, um, mug things or the kind of silver, uh, tumbler ones, the lid and the, the metal straw, the Arctic cups. If, uh, if you know what those are anyways, uh, that's like their preferred drink. So I made my mom a drink and she wasn't disappointed. Neither was my dad. Also I've been making, um, some different drinks. Like one's called a boardwalk breezer that they're really fond of. And, uh, I've been making my friends, you know, shots and stuff. But anyways, I've been getting into making drinks and that's kind of been my new thing. I went with my, my, my dad, not my brother, my brother's overseas right now. I went with my dad to this place called Ace Mart in Dallas. It is a restaurant supply place. And, uh, if you go to a lot of different, uh, restaurants around here, you can tell that they get their supplies from there because you can see it on the shelves. That's where they buy it at discount prices. Anyways, uh, there's a, it's called Ace Mart. It's, um, I want to say it's off Ross Avenue or something. It's basically like downtown Dallas or right around the outskirts of it. So anyways, uh, we went in there, uh, ended up getting a new set of shakers. Uh, I got a smaller set of, a, I got, I got a little, what's called a small, I wanted to say the ounces, but it's just like slipping my head, a small antique copper finish shaker with a big, uh, regular size shaker. That's also in the antique copper finish with an antique copper finish bar, uh, bar spoon, which is a proper bar spoon, uh, compared to my last one, which is poor excuse for a bar spoon or a bar spoon, uh, picked up a, uh, peeler that allows me to do strands of, um, of, you know, different like lemon or, uh, lime or, uh, orange peels. And it also like, it allows me to do like the strings of them. Oh damn. I just whacked the fuck out of my microphone. Anyways, I picked up a lot of good stuff from, uh, Ace Mart. picked up some speed pours for my bottles. So, um, I don't have to worry about spilling them as much. It's just going to pour from a straight nozzle. Um, got what else? Uh, stuff for jello shots. I need to get the recipe stuff for the jello shots. I've got, I was looking for some hurricane glasses. I couldn't find them. I did find some of their plastic. I didn't really want to get the plastic ones, but it's whatever. I guess I'll be getting those next time because I think I ended up finding some hurricane glasses, but they're like stupid expensive because uh, they're glass. But anyways, so I picked up a lot of good goodies from there. And then um, kind of got this little placemat thing that I work on at home or work from uh, work on from home and uh, just been making a lot of drinks for my friends when they come over now and this is like their favorite phase of the thing that I'm into at the moment like I've been through um, you know I had my little politics phase I had my little phase where um, I was like a fucking party animal kind of still am I don't think I ever grew out of that one I had a little phase where a little drug fiend had a little phase where I was stoner had a little phase where I was um what's it called uh I don't know like my music phase like a rocker uh go in and out of that one a lot uh had a phase where I was in my podcast which I'm still doing and I'm not gonna get out of it 
and now I just kind of have my bartending phase. And they love it because I get to give them drinks. But anyways, uh, let me get into the meat and potatoes of why I was really talking about this. So uh, a couple weekends ago, I went to my friend, uh, my friend's house in Terrell, and I did, you know, I bartended for them and um, our little group of friends from work. And I wasn't, I don't want to say I was expecting people throw people to throw some cash my way because I did it for free. I guess I was expecting people to like throw me, you know, some cash, like some tip, like, Hey, you know, I know you're making drinks for free here. Here's some cash. Um, that didn't happen. So I just made drinks for free the whole night. And, uh, I had to leave because I had work the next morning, but now they're saying they're going to throw me some cash because Harvey. Time number 52 or whatever it is for <clears throat> yawning during the stream. The stream, this uh, recording. Um, so they're going to throw me some cash this time. And then my buddies are going to throw me some cash to bartend for the night. I'm only going to be working from 10 to 1230-ish. I want to be wrapping up around then. Uh, I have this like page that basically says, Hey, I am not responsible for the dumb shit you choose to do after you leave here. I didn't make you these drinks, yada, yada, yada. Uh, all that stuff to kind of kind of try and cover my ass. But I am charging for the drinks. Um, unless people want to negotiate with me beforehand on what's going to cost what. Um, it Booze costs money. People just want to pretend like, you know, drinks don't cost money. So I told people, hey, feel more uncomfortable to BYOB. Uh, but I will be bartending. Uh, if you want a drink, hit me up. Maximum cost for any drinks would be five bucks. Uh, but there is a lot of drinks that are two or three dollars. Like a hurricane is gonna be five bucks just because the amount of ingredients I need from it. It's five bucks, and that's a steal. Most bars, the drinks are like minimum five dollars, right? But I can make anything from like a margarita to a daiquiri to a um, hurricane. To like a whiskey and coke. An old fashioned if we're really going to go there. Um, I don't think I will be making that. It's a little bit more intricate. I told them I can make over 36 drinks including ones that can be custom made for you to an extent. Um, I'm going to be bringing all my stuff. I'm hopefully going to be getting uh, my car back pretty soon so I can be taking my car. I've been driving my dad's car because my car has had electrical issues for a while alternators down again um so i'm getting a, i already have the brand new alternator part it's about to be going in there this weekend before i do this gig but yeah um i'll be working a gig and i'll be hopefully making a bare minimum of at least 90 bucks uh to cover the cost of the booze um because i just bought some more today and that was like 40 bucks so hopefully i can at least make some to break even plus some profit and uh you know, at least have a good time while I'm there. I do have work that next morning. So hopefully I'll have work at nine. So hopefully if I leave at one ish, I can get some decent sleep. I don't go to bed until like one anymore. Now it's like, it's rare if I go to bed. <sighs> Fuck me at midnight. It's already 1113 when I'm recording this. And I started recording this at like, I want to say like, late nine o'clock so yeah sometimes these things take forever to record because you don't hear the parts where i stutter and stammer over my words 
even the parts where I do leave in, like if it's semi bad, just think about what it would have been if I left the take prior uh, or beforehand, because it would probably suck really bad. But anyways, uh, I'm going to be working a gig this Sunday, hopefully getting paid some money, uh, 36 plus drinks to choose from. If you work at Bucky's or if you know um, my particular friend, if you know of this party, uh, want to come, let me know. I'll see if the host is cool with it. And then uh, we can see if we can get you in and then get you some drinks. My last call will be at 1230. I have a drink list. I'm going to have people write down their name, what drink they want. I'm going to get it to them, check it off, make sure everyone gets their shit before I leave. Last call will be at 1230. I'll make sure at 1230 I'm done taking new orders. I'll fulfill the rest. And then uh, wrap up my shit. Hopefully get out of there by 1 o'clock. Be at work at 9 in the morning. Sounds like a fucking plan to me. Uh, but hopefully uh, I can get something going with that. I have uh, been kind of, you know, throwing around and kicking the bucket around as far as an idea of buying a catering kit to bartend for gigs. Obviously that can't happen right now because bars are closed because of the COVID bullshit. But when everything's open back up um, for gigs and events, maybe just charging a flat rate uh, for an open bar or charging per drink. Honestly, I think people will be more happy with just a flat rate. I was going to try to negotiate that with work friends. But honestly, I'm trying to warm them up to the idea of having to actually pay for a drink because the last time was for free, unfortunately. Um, for me, and it was unfortunate. Everyone else had a good time. According to one of our friends, uh, who I actually left two bottles for, of Svega strawberry lemonade and Svega mango pineapple or something, like vodka, flavor vodka, she ended up like swigging down most of the bottle and chugging it down and like throwing up and like getting damn near alcohol poisoning. So I got to be careful with uh, this time around. Um, make sure people don't get too fucked up. I'm also telling them the rules of drinking there uh, from my little imp improv bar that they can't touch my shit. Um, they can't make shit with my stuff. And uh, they are able to get cut off by me at any time. Uh, so if they bring their own shit, they can drink it. But I can cut you off from my stuff at any time I want because it's my stuff. So I'm, pretty, I'm taking it pretty serious. Also, with underage, I'm not really going to tolerate that, too, because I'm not getting in fucking trouble for that. Uh, I, bought for a, I bought for minors before, and that was during our little boating accident, and I was honest about it, and I didn't realize that I was honest about it. Honestly, I probably would have lied. Probably would have lied. Uh, had I known that <laughs> that was where the conversation was going to go, um, that when the game warden asked me if I bought the alcohol... Because I forgot everyone of the girls was underage, but oops. Anyways, uh, that's enough of this particular topic at this time. Uh, so I am going to be doing little bartending gigs here and there. Uh, let me know if you would like me to work your thing. I'll uh, see if I can negotiate something with you. If you got a big party, big uh, small party, just a little get-together like what we got going on. I think it would be like 15-ish people, something like that, close to it. Um but just let me know if it's something you're interested in. I'd, I definitely don't mind chatting and negotiating with you as far as what would work for us and what I could do for you. Uh, but yeah, I'll go ahead and continue to the last uh, segment or two here and it'll be done for tonight's show. 
coming up on the end, guys. Can you believe it? Another Sham Man Show episode, and he didn't even take two hours. What the fuck's wrong with him? So the second to last and the last topic are actually be part of the same segment. I want to kind of keep some excitement in this last segment here before I just kind of end things. Because um, I want to be talking about engaging with y'all a little bit more. But before I get into that, I wanted to hit on this last topic. So, I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. Um, honestly, I've been watching YouTube, I want to say, since like 2011, 2012. I used to watch it on my laptop. Um, the guy I used to watch all the time. Back then, 2012, that was whenever Skyrim was just coming out, right? Or sometime around then. That was when it was popular, for sure, on the internet. Because mods for Bethesda games were fucking crazy as soon as the game came out, right? Including Fallout New Vegas, Skyrim, Fallout 4, whenever that came out, and then uh, so on, Oblivion, whatever. So, um, one of my favorite YouTubers at the time, and I still have him, I'm still subscribed to him today, is uh, MXR. So, MXR mods... Uh, would do stuff with Skyrim. He would basically show this show called Skyrim Mods Weekly, and his sense has been like blacklisted on YouTube because uh, the things that would get him popular views would be the thumbnails of like skimpy, like mods, uh, where like some promiscuous shit would happen, or like some skimpy looking bikini mods or whatever. It's not the main reason I watched it. Um, main reason I watched it is they would have some really cool mods for these games. Uh, what really interested me was. The fact that you could change the game around to whatever the fuck you wanted uh, just by going onto a community forum where they posted all these mods. Or not even keep a forum, a community mod page dedicated straight to mods um, with something called uh, the Nexus. And it's where all these mods would be that people would, you know, download and share that they've made. And basically it's a recreate the game the way you wanted. You wanted a particular sword from Lord of the Rings, you got it. You wanted lightsabers, you got it. You wanted dragons in the game to be Thomas the Tank Engine, you got it. <laughs> if you were playing Fallout and you wanted all the death claws to be Macho Man Randy Savage, there's a mod for that. And I shit you not, it's probably still out there. Anyways, so I would spend a lot of time watching videos like that. Uh, another big guy I would watch would be Frankie on PC in 1080p. All of his Day Z videos for Arma 2 back in the day. The giant uh, open world mod with zombies and um, like 100 some odd players per server. Uh, where the main goal was to survive. People, It was basically a military simulation game, uh, Arma 2. And they did this giant mod. Which basically you're on this island called Chernaris. And uh, there's a zombie outbreak. It's basically this huge mod where it turns the civilians in the game into zombies. And then it's a survival game in the sense you have to find supplies. Food and water is really important in that game. You can get sick. Um, ammo is really rare. So are guns. Um, you can bleed to death. Uh, you have to bandage yourself. You can get broken bones. Uh, you can pass out. People can kidnap you, handcuff you, put a bag over your head, uh, take you wherever the fuck they want. You can build bases. The thing is to keep bases secret so people don't find your shit and steal it. Um, it's a really interesting game. Um, I ended up downloading it in my fucking shit PC at the time. It was a compact brand. It was like maybe two gigs of RAM. Could not run that thing for shit. 
my MSI laptop would probably do decent running it now, but I don't know how much I'm motivated to even try playing it anymore. But anyways, so uh, I watch a lot of them, watch a lot of Yogscast, and that was a big one. Yogscast was a pretty fucking big one back in the day. Lewis and Simon, Duncan, Sips, Shin, um, all of them, man. Uh, that was back in the big days of Minecraft, too. That's when we became best friends with my buddy Quinn. Uh, just through uh, playing Minecraft on the first day it came out for Xbox 360. I still remember that like it was like fucking yesterday. Um, but basically, yeah, um, those are the glory days of video games and YouTube. And like the 2012 kind of era, 13, 14. Um, actually, a little bit before that, too. Middle school going into high school is like the golden years of uh, of like you no know, socializing on video games and on um, the internet. The internet was YouTube was not a toxic place, uh, not like it is now. Uh, it is now corporately owned by Google, which I think they were in the talks back then, anyways. But now they actively censor people. Um, making money on YouTube used to be a dream of mine. Honestly, before I wanted to do radio, I wanted to make videos for a living. I wanted to post my funny moments because there's a lot of funny moments I would have with my friends playing video games that I thought were worth saving and posting to the internet and letting other people see them and archiving them for myself. That was really the right, the main reason, main reason I wanted to do it at first. And then I saw people turn that into a career. So I'm like, fuck, what if I do that? And then, you know, people like it. You know, I don't. I think I'm a pretty entertaining person. I think me and my friends are definitely all entertaining together, for damn sure. But now it's just like, is it's not even really worth it. Like, there's people that are really trying on, on YouTube and especially Twitch. Twitch has a lot of people that are really trying their hardest to hit a big, or just doing their thing to where they can get donations and have subs and subscribers. I mean, um people that donate to them every day and then people that routinely pay for them to watch your stuff every single month so i mean it's, it's always some been something i wanted to do i don't know that's even possible anymore um there's all all this controversy and stuff on uh controversy and stuff on youtube that you can't have like cur- can't have curse words you can't have like suggestive themes uh nothing to do with drugs no violence and stuff. So basically, all the things that make humans want to watch something that are entertaining, uh, that is out of the norm, uh, is now like basically illegal when it comes to YouTube. <laughs> and you can't make money on it because they'll limit the amount of advertisements you can get on it or it'll be submitted for user review and they'll deem that it's not viable for advertisements, advertisements at all. So it takes away all your ads and takes away your ability to make money on the video. So what happens is you have people begging for money through Patreon, which is a guest, or not a guest, uh, it's basically a service to where people can subscribe to you monthly and uh, pay for a certain tier, uh, which is like tier A through Z or 1 through 10, whichever tier is the highest and lowest. They pay for the low tier to high tier content that you can provide outside of your normal content on YouTube or Twitch or whatever you do. And... Um, that's like the main, that's the way they make their living. I'm only subscribed to one guy through Patreon, and that's because um, this is one guy named ZNA Productions. Uh, he used to be uh, non lethal by choice. That was his name on YouTube. 
and he had a couple of pretty good videos. He basically made homemade weapons and stuff, and now he makes like um, interesting like homemade weapons, also some practical stuff for like the house. Interesting sort of like blacksmithing slash wood craftsmanship stuff. Real interesting stuff. I've always been interested in handcrafting stuff. Like blacksmithing stuff has always been real interesting. Real interesting to me. I've kind of made it a bucket list thing that I want to make a sword before I die. Just like an interesting thing to do. Uh, have something to kind of pass down or just something to do, man. Just something I can remember. You know, just something that would... Like if some guys have their thing where they want to build a car, build a gun, um, build something like a work of art, paint a painting, build a statue or something, write a book. I want to build a sword. That's just like my thing. I want to build a perfect sword. Um, something that I could pass down. I don't know. That's probably weird, but I don't care. The whole part of blacksmithing and heating up something to where it's like about to melt and the fucking hammering on it into shape. That's just, like, cool to me. Super cool. I've always wanted to do it. But shit's expensive, dog. Also, shit's hot as balls, and I'm not going to be able to do that out here in Texas heat in the middle of summer. Fuck all that, and I live in my parents' house, so I, where would I even put that? Yeah, so, like, reality check just kind of hits a little hard, you know what I mean? But that's, like, kind of the videos I normally watch, is stuff like that, the crafty stuff, or, um, I mean, sometimes music stuff, uh more recently music stuff also uh video game stuff uh stuff about minecraft i watch a lot of fit mc stuff i watch um a lot of misfits and uh the lunch club stuff those guys are hilarious um the modern rogue is a channel i've been watching a lot lately where they take um they'll basically take a topic and then just kind of explore it in depth uh like the most recent one i was watching was like medieval sword fighting or like um time before that was like uh the straight razor and now like how to get a proper shave with a straight razor and they were like shaving shaving cream off a balloon with a straight razor without popping it it's fucking like crazy and they do other things too where they like try to break into a safe with thermite or like with a crowbar or trying to like unlock it with a magnet bunch of crazy shit um there's all sorts of videos i watch um, I even like the outdoor ones there for a minute, the outdoor survival ones. There's all sorts of things I watch. Main reason I am asking this is, um, or I'm talking about this is I'm kind of curious to what y'all watch and how long y'all been watching it. Cause I've, I've really been watching YouTube since about 2011, 2012. I want to say 2013 or 2012 is when I discovered PewDiePie and I became a huge bro. Um, a PewDiePie fan. If you don't know what that is, that's, um, bros are the bro army is what PewDiePie's fan base was. And they've gone through like seven different names since then. But have, I've been a bro and have been a bro since like middle school. I want to say uh, eighth grade or seventh grade going into eighth grade. Watched him during his Happy Wheels thing and his Amnesia Let's Plays and uh, all of his like uh, scary mod stories for Amnesia. Bro, I love that guy. Um, I'll always watch that guy as long as he's making videos on YouTube. He even doesn't even make like uh, video game content exclusively anymore. He hasn't even done that for like the past year and a half, two years or so. He's really waned off of it and done his own thing and I'm here for it. Uh, I'm always open to new ideas when it comes to YouTube topics and uh, types of videos. So send me your favorite YouTuber 
Um, let me know what kind of stuff y'all watch. I'm interested to hear back from y'all. And that's my last point I wanted to kind of get into. Is I'm looking to do more uh, engagement with you guys. I'm wanting to hear more from y'all. Uh, I'll even do polls and stuff on uh, the Twitter page now. But I want to hear from y'all what either y'all's favorite uh, song was. Or actually, how about this? Let's form uh, an actual tangible thought before I just start speaking. So, what was the first song, if you ever learned how to play guitar, what was the first song you learned? Or what would be the first song you would want to learn? If um, if you picked up a guitar, you know, started to learn something, what would be the first song you wanted to learn? Or if you already learned one, one what was it? So... And then also, who's your favorite YouTuber, or what's your favorite type of YouTube genre, or maybe just kind of answer all these things. I just want to kind of hear from y'all. What kind of videos do y'all normally watch? What kind of music are y'all into? Have you learned anything? Are you, do you play guitar? Do you play anything? Do you uh, want to learn how to play anything? Uh, do you watch YouTube at all? Do you not watch YouTube? Just, uh, just kind of want to hear a little bit more back from y'all. So on Anchor... I'm even going to pull this up on my phone. You can do what's called voice messages. And I think that is pretty interesting. So I can share the voice message link via Twitter. And I think I'll do that on my Twitter page. But feel free to uh, say who you are and what your, like I said, what your favorite song is that you've learned to play on guitar. The first one was if you don't know how to play what you would learn how to play or if you play something different what was the first song you learned how to play or what vice versa any of the questions i've asked uh, before and also uh the questions about youtube how long have you been watching youtube is there a particular genre you like or is there a favorite youtuber that you watch but anyways um i'll be signing off for tonight um it's good to kind of get back into recording again uh, i forgot how long this shit takes honestly i've been doing this for like a couple hours but I'm glad to be doing this again. I'll go ahead and share that link on Twitter. Be sure to go check out the page's Twitter page at, or the show's Twitter page at, uh, at Chaman Show. Be sure to also check out the label's Twitter page, which is 301 Productions. I think it's 301 underscore Productions. Let me double check before I sign off here. But I'm fairly certain that that's what is, uh, that's what it is. Just go and double check here. And then uh, be sure to hit up that link on the Twitter page uh, and leave some feedback or, yeah, it's 301 underscore productions. Uh, we'll be having another little uh, collab episode with a next guest here pretty soon. I'm going to be working with Ethan on getting some, uh, you know, more people on here. Maybe just, just even another, like, pretty chill episode with my buds or something. I mean, I'm just kind of going off the cuff here, but... I'll figure out something. But um, it's been great talking with y'all again. Glad uh, to have y'all here. And uh, until next time, guys, rock on.